Welcome to Pivot Talks with PC. My name is Pauline Caballero, and we're talking change. It isn't coming. It's here. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm super excited to have you here today on the Pivot Talks um, with a dear friend, Alvin. Actually, we kind of cross mm. paths so many different places and so many different areas. And you know, it's it's interesting because it's not often that you meet someone like yourself that has such a broad background, but really has been consistent with your mission of mm-hmm. serving others. So first of all, thank welcome you. and thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. You know what? I appreciate anytime, you know, like-minded people get together, it's going to be, it's going to be really rocking. And, you know, I appreciate you having me on and sharing this message. It's my passion. So love it. So a lot of the times that we talk to on um, on this show is we talk about really the theme pivot, and yeah. you were know, coming out of, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing about the yeah. pandemic and how it's really changed. But you know, I know early on in your career you had some fundamental pivots, and so I thought maybe we could start off by you just sharing a little bit about like I'll I'll say early Alvin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So great question. And pivot is. Yes, you know, I remember we were talking and you already named the book before that word become became at nauseum. And so it was kind of really wild that you named it that. And here we go. Everybody's using it. So Everybody's unpre- using it. Unprecedented and pivot became the words of the time. So, yeah. So pivot, you know, early in my life. So I wanted to be. I thought when I was in school, I'm the youngest of five. My mother raised five kids. She's from Kingston, Jamaica, single mom. And so I thought my only way out was through sports. And so I was on this path of boxing, martial arts. I also danced uh, professionally and competitively. And I thought, you know what, my no one before me went on past high school. So I didn't even entertain higher education. It wasn't, it was not even going to happen in my, my world at, at the end of the day. So I thought, okay, sports has to be the only way. So I was on my path. I thought, you know, if I made the Olympics for boxing, martial arts, Taekwondo, because I already went to the world championships and I was doing really well. And I thought, okay, if I made the Olympics, this is going to, I'm going to turn pro. I'm going to, you know, and I could see it big lights. I was picturing the five rings tattooed on me. And, you know, I had a vision was clear, but there's something missing to that. And as I was getting older and the 1988, 92 Olympics was my kind of my ones I wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my wife and I, we, we've been together a long time now since high school. And you were getting to that time when it's kids, you know, you're talking about kids, you're talking about the future, you know, it's, it's, I can't do, and I know I didn't want to be a, you know, a hundred dollar night fighter in Timmins, Ontario, somewhere in a small bar working at the dream and, you know, so on. So I knew one shot, I've got a shot. So that passed by and now I'm I'm in Cuba and I saw someone working with athletes, the Cuban the thing about Cuba, although they're, you know, a communist country and they don't have a lot, they they take care of their athletes. Canada, we had to do, we had to do athons, kickathons, and thisathons and bingo nights to raise money for to go to the world champion. They didn't. They had their 
they would put them in a compound and they would feed them and take care of them and they would dedicate to that sport. So I had a chance to work with a, someone and I saw a therapist work with somebody and I thought, I wonder what he's doing. You know, he's, he's, it looks dynamic and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And so I went and talked to him in his broken English, my broken Spanish, and we kind of made some steps and, and I, oh man, I'd love to, I don't even know where I go or what, what do I do with this, you know, but it just seemed to spark. And I came back to Canada and I was talking to a friend in his basement. I can't remember it clearly. And I said, ah, I saw this guy and he was doing his thing. That, that time I never received any body work at all. And he says, you know, funny that you say that. The week you were gone, I, I was passing by a massage school and I kind of grabbed this brochure. Maybe you can use it. And he, in that brochure was the OSAP, the information for OSAP, which is an Ontario loan. For those listening who are not in Canada, it's a loan that we get to go to school. And pretty much it was a plug and play. Plug, all I had to do was make the first move and everything was set in place. And, you know, I look back at that and I remember going back to my friend and said, what you, what did you ever do with that? Why did you, did you ever go? And, and he said, no, nah, I never went. He went on and did something else. And I said, what day did you, what day did you actually stop at that school? I want to find out. Was it, and, and it happened to me the day that I made that decision. He walked into that school and, and somehow, and he's driving by, randomly drives by and stops. So I came back and that was my pivot. I, I you know, I took a chance and said, okay, I'm going to go back to school, back to school and work at it. And I, I ended up putting all my focus, all my energy, I shifted it from boxing, martial arts, and all those, my sporting, into my academics. And then I went on a tier for 20 years studying all kinds of, I just got fascinated with our human body and how we work. And, and the list goes on of the things I did in that time. So, and here's a guy talk about pivot here's a guy who thought there's no way I'm gonna do anything with school and now I have two degrees and you know wrote a book and things I've, I've done things that I thought wasn't even in my sphere of thought process and here I am you know pivoted and did it so yeah pivot you just got to surrender that's one thing I learned from the pandemic is surrendering to you know instead of complaining about what's wrong is surrender and go with what life throws at you. So mm, I love that. You know, it's so, it's so fascinating. First of all, it's amazing. I can remember the 1988 Olympics, winter Olympics and mm -hmm. 1992, like, like, mm -hmm. like, I, mm -hmm. I mean, like I was there yesterday, Elizabeth Manley yeah. in Calgary and 1992, Albert yeah. France. So it's quite fascinating to hear that. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting because in the, in the book pivot, we talk about, or I talk mm -hmm. about the pie of possibility. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what you're yeah. pointing to here is like, we live life yeah. like we know. And it's funny, you and yeah. I were just at a conference together and I had mm -hmm. actually talked about that with the table that I was at. Mm -hmm. We live life like we know, but really consider that's only like two pieces of this, if you imagine mm -hmm. a pumpkin pie, for those of you listening mm -hmm. in the US, you're about to roll into Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But the yeah. rest of the pie is we don't even know what's possible, no. but we act like no. we know. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's all about trust. It's, you know, all, it's about all about trust. trusting, surrender yeah. and trust. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's an interesting, it's simple concept, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but very hard to do. Mm -hmm. But most, you know, what? most of the, most of the most powerful things in life is exactly what you just described. Simple life, you know, since I've been studying us really and truly, we humans, 
anywhere humans go, we complicate things. But life is really whoever the creator, whatever you believe in, mm -hmm. they made it really simple. They made it really simple. We just really have to, if you, you know, today I was just talking to a client about this. And if you look at the body, the human body, all the complexities are taken care of by the autonomic nervous system. Literally, you're, you, no one's ever thought about how they breathe. No one's ever thought about, geez, if I'm going to eat this food, it's got to be breaking into macro and micronutrients, carbohydrates, dude. And then, oh, geez, I got to blink. I got to breathe. I got to peristalsis. I got to move food along. I got to... None of the none of the major things are taken care of by our conscious thought. It's all been done. All we focus on is, geez, I don't have that. And I don't have enough of that. I don't have enough of this. You know, life's really simple. It's really, really simple. We just get in the way because we just have to get up, find food. That's our basic thing. Find food, love each other. But we complicate the hell out of things. I don't have enough. I'm striving for more. I need power. I need to take over this. I need to... You're white, I'm black, and this and that. And we all things that don't matter, we make major, we major in minor things. So mm -hmm. it's it's amazing. You know, I, so, yeah. Where like where right now in your life do you find that you're focusing on minor things and need to sort of step back? Mm -hmm. Well, I have to check myself every day about majoring in minor things, really and truly, the minutia. Mm -hmm. And because you know, and and I gather I might be. You know, not not like the general population, but every day I remind myself to focus on the major. Where where am I going? Where is the next five, 10 years taking me? And how do I focus on those things that lead me where I want to go and not where I don't want to go? Because uh -huh. it's a tendency for I think it's a tendency for humans. It's a to focus, you know, it's a protective me mechanism as I look at as I start to dissect us. Most things go down to pain or pleasure. How do I avoid pain? And it's being suspicious about, you know, it saved us and served us when to be suspicious about the, the rustling bushes and the little noises and the, the, the creature coming up. But we've taken that into the today and we love, that's why we so focus on negative news because mm -hmm. there's an affinity, there's an attraction to what's wrong. Because it's a, in a deep level, it's it's a protective mechanism. It saves us, you know. Imagine always being positive about every suspicious thing. So we tend to be more on a suspicious side. So I think, you know, we have to hack. And something I've been talking about, all this personal development, your book, my book, all these personal development books are hacks mm -hmm. because our natural nature is to lean towards who's going to hurt me, who's going to harm me. Where can I fight, flight, food, reprocreation? It, yeah, something's wrong here. Basic. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. So we it's a hack to be, even being happy, we find that that's a difficult, as you said, simple. You said it earlier, simple things. It's mm -hmm. simple things make us happy, but we complicate it. Mm -hmm. You know? So <laughs> I was reading a book, I was reading a book recently, and they talked about the idea that today's world, people will be we're going to struggle with a lot of mood disorders, depression, because we have so much choice today. Right. And that those choices lead us to chaos. And paralysis almost, right? Like where we make no decision. Yeah. Overwhelm. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's so fascinating. Like right now we're leading into a thing called um, Black Friday. 
mm. from a sales perspective. Right. Yep. yep. And e-commerce yeah. and just buying yeah. more. More. And it's fascinating because I've never been in the retail industry and I'm, I'm working with a jewelry company right now. And, mm. you know, really the message is like, why yeah. don't buy stuff you don't need? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to scream from the rooftops. Like you actually don't need it. Yeah. But tell we, us that. We keep, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love what you're sharing here because like we keep stuffing more and more and more and more and more. And we yeah. wonder why our kids are depressed. Why some yeah. of us don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. It's like yeah. too much social media, too much on your phone, yeah. too much stuff, mm-hmm. too much food. Yeah. Like we're just consuming so much junk. Overabundance. Yeah. My, you know, and he, go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, here's a question that you, do, you know, you sparked the thought. So I thought I'd jump here and say, here's a question that I ask all my clients, mm. almost all of them. Eventually we get here. I'm not, you know, the, the question is, I'm not enough. I always ask somebody, what's enough? If mm. you if you get there, wherever there is, when is it enough? And no one ever really, people who struggle with not being enough really ever has a, a, a target. They really ever have a, has a, they really have a target they hit. So of course this, and if it's a million dollars, maybe it's two. If it's a one you know, augmentation, maybe I got to get to another one. Maybe it's, it's never enough. Is it house? Is it the big house? No, then I need this. Is it the big, is it the car? No, I don't. There's, it's a moving target. So we, it's like happiness. I want to be happy. Can you, can you describe happy for me? If you're having a happy day, would you know? Well, um, and, and you know, so someone will say, I want to be happy. So I said, okay, tell me what happiness is. Because if you want something, you must you must then know what it is if you want it. Oh well, oh, let me see. Ah, uh, whoa, ooh, good question. You know, and you wonder why you're not happy because you ne- you just say it, yeah. But you actually never you you don't know what it is. So if it bit you in the butt, you wouldn't know. And and the other question I ask someone is, oh, I need more time. How many people need more time out there? You know, they'd love to have more time. And yeah. I said, free time, free time. I said, so here's the other question. If you had free time, what would you do with it? Mm. Oh, wow. Ah, I don't know. Good question. So if you don't know these things, uh, we just say them arbitrarily because the the media says you need more time and you need to be happy and you need to, but we actually don't, we never stop to define those things. So it's it's, it's target you can't, you, you can't hit a target you can't see. Those are actually really great questions. I mean, I love that. Like, what does happiness look like to you? Yeah. And if you can't yeah. define it, then you actually don't know. You might be having it right now. You don't know. You don't know. And then if you had more, if you have free time, what would you do with it? I love that. Mm-hmm. And your third question was, what's enough? Yeah. When, when, if I don't feel good enough. Okay, cool. So if you don't feel good enough, that must mean you have a target. because. You can't, you can't see you don't feel this enough. And when, when would you feel enough? Because if you know, let's go for it. Let's aim for it. Let's go for it. Is it, is it you know, is it a hundred thousand a year, a million a year? When would you feel? And when you hit it, are you going to, oh, I'm enough now. Are you going to feel it or no? Is it going to keep moving? Like when, define it, then you won't struggle. But there's no definition. It's this moving target. I get to a hundred thousand. I raise my expenses. Now I need to. 
it's it's crazy it's it's unrelenting yeah it's so interesting you know in our um in the yoga business that we own we're we're actually mm -hmm. just looking at like what is it that we want to create and starting to be intentional mm -hmm. you know at the 13 yeah. year mark we have a teenager now it's yeah. like what's it all for yeah and yeah. It's, it's just such a really great thing you know because even my husband and i right now we're looking at like what's it all for you know we have a yeah for those of you listening you know my older guy is in the u.s and is it, and we live here in Canada. Um, my younger guy's 10, but it's like these years are long but short. Yes, very. And um, and how do you get more intentional? I mean, like I love what you're saying about like really you're kind of guiding people to hacks. And mm -hmm. these questions yeah. are are great, you know, pathways to start to get that critical thinking going. Yeah. yeah. But what are some things that you're doing on a daily basis mm -hmm. to ensure that you can continuously answer these questions. Because what I know about you, I mean, I've seen you now probably for a decade, yeah, right? Elvin, yeah. like you've been crossing paths for a decade and the yeah. evolution of you as individual and mm -hmm. human being has been fascinating and beautiful to I watch. Appreciate that. appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, it is. it's, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that because I do work on myself quite a bit because, you know, some people, so I have four kids and one is 29, the other is 26. My other, is, she turned 24 a couple of days ago. My, today is my son's 17 year old, right? So happy birthday, yes. another scorpion yeah, exactly, in the house. Exactly, today. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, when they were growing up, I knew I didn't, you know, some people will attempt to tell their kids what they, oh, you should do this, you should. I never told my kids a thing. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. And, and this happens in leadership too any leadership position, you must become the change, you know, Gandhi said it, you must become the change you want to see at the end of the day. And so I always worked on myself because I knew they were watching. I could say what I want. Hey, you guys should pick up your books and study. You guys should get out and go outside and do this. But we flop on the couch or we don't never pick up a book in front of them, never grow, never see them us growing. I think the best method to do as a leader in anything, parent or your business to be the role model of what you want them to become. So I, I always, you know, I came from, again, a single mom and no father figure around. So I made sure that I, I am the change. And I know I just zip my lip and put myself into action. They're going to, they're going to follow that lead eventually. I mean, nothing's a hundred percent, especially when it comes to human beings. I mean, you could be the greatest parent, do all these things. And your child gets influenced some other way, but my mentor said, you're putting the odds in your favor. And that's all I focus on is putting the odds in my favor by being more of me, you know, becoming more of me. So, uh, you know, I go to work every day on me. I get up early to, you know, it's uh, it's almost reminds me of Snoop Dogg's. I want to thank me, you know, because <laughs> right, that, that, that meme that's going around. So, yeah. you know, it's a, and that's the thing. I really focus on me because uh, if I do that, and and I'll say this, put this out there, a lot of women, especially from my generation, will focus on everybody else, mm -hmm. but they forget themselves. And when they're broken, you can't serve anyone if you're broken. So mm -hmm. I tend to, I preach that, especially to my female clients, is especially the, the generation, again, my generation and before, women were had to be everything, a great mom, a great this, a great sister, a great, it's a lot of talk about enough. 
that, mm-hmm. that's where the enough piece comes from. So putting it on yourself and, and really focusing on me, you know, so I'm glad you said that because that's what I do every day. I get up early to I, I, the first two hours, three hours of the morning is mine. And, and I don't feel after that, things can go crazy. I would never, this is an advice I have to somebody. If something is important to you, don't yeah. put it in a time. Don't put it in a time where you will get sabotaged. Carve out your own time. Take care of yourself. Put your mask on first. We've all heard those metaphors. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. So what time do you get up in the morning? 5.30 a.m. And it used to be five, but I've been getting to bed later. So I, I, I knock it back a half hour. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it involves meditation, involves uh, after my meditation and gratitude, it involves, you know, looking at reading and then an hour of that is my workout and I make it one hour. Mm-hmm. So my workout runs from seven to eight. And, and when it's eight o'clock, I'm done. No matter what I'm doing, I'm done because I want to be excited about doing it tomorrow. I don't let it run 90 minutes. I don't let it run randomly. I'm 35 minutes is cardio. 25 is strengthening and conditioning. That's it. Short, sweet off. I'm, I'm up. I wake the family up and then we get them going. So, you know, those routines, I, I remember reading a book and it said, the, the difference between successful people and people who aren't successful is that successful people have order and structure to their lives. Unsuccessful people are random. They're all over the place because that order and structure just puts everything in place. And I, I like it. I, I like knowing tomorrow that I serve myself. Now anything can happen. I can be asked to do this podcast and I, oh, I'm going to miss my workout because I plan to go out and I might be tired after this. And, yep. and then I don't feel like, then I struggle with guilt because I just planned it right at eight o'clock and, oh, it's not going to work out. And, you know, see mornings, nothing happens in the morning. It's nothing 99%. Nothing but me happens in the morning. Yeah. And it's quiet, the solitude. That's when I wrote my book. I, I carved out that time in the morning. Nothing is quiet. And, I, and I'm grateful. And that's part of my gratitude is knowing I woke up and the phone didn't ring. Nobody called me to this, to, to interrupt that flow and. I just put myself in state, you know, at, at that time, it's the best time. I love it. The holy that hours. put the odds in your favor. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. part of the 5am club and yeah. uh, it changed my life. I started doing yeah. it maybe like yeah. 10 years ago now. It's been a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Changed my life because no Me one's too. calling you. There's no mom. There's Nothing. no text message. There's no business. The world Nothing. is asleep. Nothing. <laughs> the, your thoughts are salient there it's nothing and then you know when you have that time to yourself mm-hmm. you aren't you aren't resentful that someone called you or your staff did or you got to stay late or my time has already been given to me so I'm perfect I wake up then the family the world can get me all they want after that because I have my time and I don't I'm not I'm not resentful it's simple to get started simple. but it's not easy yeah, for most, right? It's not easy. And it's all paradigms. It's all, oh, I'm not a morning person. I'm not an evening. What is a morning or an evening person? It's just a habit or a belief system around that. Yeah. You know, and I want my time more than I want to sleep. You know, I'll have my naps, I have my med- my medi naps during the day. So I'll do a bit of meditation. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep. And, I, and it's a great power nap and I'm up and I'm ready to go. I love it. So yeah well Alvin like I am 
really inspired by what you shared here. And I I think one of the things that I'm really taking away from this conversation is put the odds in your favor. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a powerful statement for, uh, for those that listening, like where can they find your book? And maybe you can share a little bit about the title of your book and where they can find more of you. Yes. Uh, Great. Great. Thank you for that. Uh, The book is called journey to personal greatness, mind, body, and soul, a blueprint for life balance of self-mastery. It's available on Amazon chapters indigo online in the u.s books a million barnes and noble all online and so on you can order it through amazon as well it's been going really well I released it in 20 it's been about five years since i released it amazing and it's been going really well yeah it's going to be really I'm, I, my second i've got a few more books coming up and i'll, I'll sit down and write those uh, one is almost done 90 percent finished and so they can also find me on my podcast called personal mastery training it's on all the major platforms spotify apple and that that is about exactly this has been my thing talk about pivot during the pandemic my pivot when i was locked down and couldn't go to work it re, and then i got hacked my but you know all of that led to me being more ultra focused on this vision of personal mastery a lot of my information has been about self-mastery. Now it's personal mastery because I realize that when I can master me, the the world, the outside is, since I've been in sports and now business, I've realized that if I can master me, that's the only thing. We are the bottleneck to our growth in our business. And I was always a bottleneck in my sports. So master me, the game's over. So I do a podcast, a strategy session every Thursday it gets released. And then uh, every third Thursday, I have a masterclass, a guest on, and we d- dissect life. And, you know, it, it's really, I have fun doing it. And there's a hun- we're on to episode 115 coming up. Amazing. Yeah. So it's been a few good years. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been fun. It's been fun. So they can find me there and then Instagram personal mastery training, and also Facebook, personal Amazing. mastery training. Yeah. Well, you know, Alvin, we have an accountability training program that's happening in the new year, and I yeah. definitely would love to have you come and speak to our our guests. And love it. Yeah, so we love definitely- It'd be my pleasure. Oh, yeah, be it's so pleasure. good. Yeah. Be my Thank you calling. so much for joining us today. For those of you listening, um, we'll make sure that Nick- you know, links everything that Alvin just mentioned here in the show notes and also a lot of the great questions that he had us percolate and just really think about. Um, But yeah, put the odds in your favor, you guys. I love it. Thank you so much, Alvin. You're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it.